This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 8th of November. In your sport today, the T20 World Cup semi finals are set. The Wallabies go down in Scotland. Boxing has a new undisputed champion. And Javo does it again. This is your sport today. Let's start off the week with cricket because we know Australia have made it into the semi-finals of the Men's T20 World Cup in the UAE. They're going to play Pakistan on Friday morning after results went their way on the weekend. Yeah, this is one of the rare, and I'm talking very rare, times that the Aussies were supporting <laughs> England in a game of cricket. So to quickly bring you up to speed with the results, Australia beat the West Indies by eight wickets on Saturday night. David Warner was the best of the Aussies. He scored 89 not out with the bat after Josh Hazelwood took four wickets. That win meant that Australia were in second spot in their group and in a semi-final spot. But South Africa could have leapfrogged Australia if they smashed England. They did beat England, but by only 10 runs, which wasn't big enough for them to move past the Aussies into second spot. Steve Smith actually thanked England on Instagram midway through the match when Australia was safely through to the semis. Yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing Steve Smith say that to England anymore this summer, Gabs. So Australia, they're going to play Pakistan. Pakistan didn't lose a game in the group stage and they have an Aussie on board as well. It's going to be mate versus mate in this one, Gabs. Yeah, usually it's best friends forever, but we're going to have to drop the forever for this one because we've got Australian legend Matthew Hayden. He's Pakistan's batting coach for the World Cup, and he's, of course, best mates with Australia head coach Justin Langer. Hayden and Langer spent six years opening the batting for Australia in Test cricket, but Langer says that come Friday, they're going to have to put that friendship aside for three hours while the game is going on. The other semi will be between England and New Zealand on Thursday. Those two teams played in the most recent 50-over World Cup final. The Kiwis, well, they beat Afghanistan this morning by eight wickets, and that win put them through to the semis and knocked out India, who are one of the tournament favourites. Yep, that's a big upset, India not making the semi-finals. And Kiwi fans, we won't bring up the 50-over World Cup <laughs> final anymore. Uh, you can watch both those matches on KO, and they both start at 1am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile Apps. Name the Aussie who hit three sixes in the final over against Pakistan in the 2010 T20 World Cup semi-final. Gabs, you got a clue for us? Well, based on his nickname, you could basically say he was married to the sport. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that, Martin. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Our rugby fans who stayed up late or got up early watched the Wallabies' winning streak come to an end overnight. They were beaten by Scotland 15-13 at a jam-packed Murrayfield. Yeah, I don't know if jam goes with seafood, but they were packed in like sardines. <laughs> and the home fans got to watch their team win a really close one against the Wallabies. This is a stop-start kind of game with 16 penalties blown and lots of drop ball. And by halftime, Scotland were in front with Alan Alalatoa in the sin bin for the Aussies. But after the break, Rob Lioda scored for the Wallabies to put them up. And with 15 minutes to go, Australia was still leading 13-12. But a penalty in the 69th minute to Scotland put them back ahead. And that's how 
the match finished up. The Wallabies don't have the likes of Quade Cooper and Sam Karevi on this tour. They pulled out because of club commitments in Japan, and the winning streak comes to an end at five matches. Yep, the winning streak is over, but the Wallabies can start a new streak next Sunday, Aussie time, when they play England at Twickenham. Let's go to the States now because NFL fans had been waiting patiently since the draw came out to watch star quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes play each other this season. Instead, Rodgers will miss today's game due to COVID and it could cost him a lot more going forward. Yeah, a Wisconsin healthcare company has ended their partnership with him after nine years and there could be a lot more to come, Fez, given he's in heaps of ads in America. So this started back in August when he was asked at a press conference if he had had been vaccinated and he replied that he was immunized. Well, that was until Wednesday American time when he tested positive to COVID and it was revealed that he wasn't actually vaccinated and that he'd received alternate treatment because he says that he's allergic to two of the vaccines. Now, this is a big deal because NFL rules say that he has to be away from the team for 10 days, which means Rogers, the reigning MVP, won't get to play against the Chiefs, who've been in the past two Super Bowls. Yep, at this stage, Rogers will only miss one game, but he needs a negative test result to return for the Packers. I've put a link in the show notes to Rogers explaining his decision if you want to know more about this one. We're going back to cricket for this next one because the big story in the cricket world that isn't the T20 World Cup is the investigation into alleged racism at English County Club Yorkshire by a former player, Azim Rafiq. Yeah, so a bit of background on Rafiq. He was born in Pakistan and then moved to England when he was 10 back in 2001. He played eight seasons with Yorkshire in two stints, with the last one ending in 2018. So in an interview in September last year, Rafiq said that he was the subject of institutional racism, so Yorkshire immediately began an investigation into his claims. Last month, Yorkshire released a summary of the report that found that Rafiq was the victim of inappropriate behaviour, but that nobody at the club needed to be punished. But then another report from Yorkshire was leaked, and it said that the club called the racial slurs aimed at Rafiq just friendly banter. It's led to Yorkshire's major sponsors pulling out, their chairman resigning, and then being banned from hosting international matches. The England and Wales Cricket Board, they run English cricket. They're doing their own investigation and so is the UK government. This is a big story over there in England. I'll put a link in the episode notes to a timeline of the events if you want to read more about it. Let's go to boxing because the sport has a new undisputed champion after Mexican Canelo Alvarez defeated American fighter Caleb Plant yesterday in Las Vegas. Yeah, and it was a big day in fighting with plenty of UFC action as well. So for those who don't know what an undisputed champion is, it just means that a boxer holds all the world titles from the four major boxing bodies at the same time. It's kind of like the tennis majors. Alvarez, he already held the WBC, WBA and the WBO belts. And he now has the IBF title after he knocked Plant out in the 11th round. Alvarez is considered the best pound-for-pound boxer in the world, and he's now the first undisputed super middleweight champion champion as well. Just for some context, only five other men have been four-belt undisputed champions before. Alvarez doesn't just get the belts either. He also walks away with a bit more than 50 million Aussie dollars in guaranteed prize money. Gabs, I don't think we'll ever challenge him in the super middleweight division because you have to be between 73 and 76 kilos to compete. Probably not for us. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. The world's most successful pitch invader was added again on the weekend. Daniel Jarvis, better known as Jarvo, took his talents to Ireland. 
Well, they're looking for a new James Bond, and based on this guy's level of infiltration, we may have found our next 007. <laughs> As you said, Jarvo was in Ireland, dressed in Japan's rugby union kit and caught standing next to the players before the rugby match as they sang the anthem, but he was duly escorted from the field. We do know a little bit more about Jarvo these days. His first pitch invasion was at the 2016 Rio Olympics, but he's been in the news ever since he walked onto cricket grounds earlier in the year dressed in his whites. He's since done it in an NFL game in London and an All Blacks rugby match. He said on the rugby pod that he does it because he makes people laugh and Fez, he's got something big planned. Yeah, we still don't know what that is, Gabs. Uh, He said he's never been fined for invading the field. In fact, getting all the jerseys has been his biggest cost. He might not want to try it at the MCG this summer or it'll cost him around $12,500. All right, time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And for me, it was Novak Djokovic. He won the Paris Masters on the weekend. He beat Daniel Medvedev in three sets. That's his 37th Masters title. They're just one down from the majors, and he's won the most now with 37. And he's going to end the year as the number one player for the seventh time. That's also a record. Gabs, what do you got? I'm going to stick with a Serbian athlete, Fez. A lot of people were picking Luka Doncic to be the most valuable player in the NBA, and they could be right. Yesterday, he nailed a buzzer-beating three-pointer to defeat Boston. He had three defenders on him, Fez. It was a pretty incredible shot. It certainly was, Gabs. And you know what? I'll put a link in the show notes just so you can check it out. Uh, The answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile Apps. Name the Aussie who hit three sixes in the semifinal of the 2010 T20. World Cup against Pakistan. It was the man married to cricket. Gabs, it was. That's Mr. Cricket, of course, is Mike Hussey. Mike Hussey, yep, hit side Ajmal in that final over for Pakistan. All right, that's it for us today. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Listener.